Are you my podcast? 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 Hey, Sarah Colonna. Oh, hey, Mare Bear. Oh, changing it up on me. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Yeah, Mare Bear. Yeah. Well, my my, um, niece is called, she's Mary, and they call her Mare Bear. And I was like, oh, "Oh." and I thought about her today. And then I was like, oh, I have a Mare Bear, too. Oh, I love that. I'm your Mare Bear. Now, I probably can't call you Sarah Bear, right? Then people might vomit or... Well, I mean, it. Yeah, it feels like you're very unoriginal. Like I'm trying too in. hard. Yeah. yeah you're right. mm-hmm. Oh well. Thank. Well, anyway. Okay. I'm gonna. You just wait for next week. I'm gonna have a fucking nickname for you, like you've never dreamt of. <laughs> I don't know what it'll be. It'll be like, I don't know, something. It's, I can't wait. I feel. It's I know you be, well enough to know you're gonna spend all week thinking about the it. whole week, just like googling thesaurus rhyming. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad to be here, and and welcome to are, are you, my, you podcast? my podcast. I sort of had a stroke during that one. That but that's was okay. yeah. You sort of um, something happened. Something okay. happened. It's okay. Uh, it's something fine. happened on my end too. A lot of things are happening. Um, mm-hmm. It's very exciting to be here. We want to thank everyone that's been listening. We really see the support, and it's super fun. If you haven't. Yes. Um, reviewed us that would be super helpful so just get that out of the way we're trying to get up into like the uh, new and noteworthy section you know and with more reviews obviously good ones so if you have anything bad to say keep it to yourself just like your mom hopefully taught you right Um, right or if you didn't have a mom someone taught you someone that you looked up to that made good decisions and yeah yeah. So, yeah, so we would appreciate that. I just want to say that up top because it's very helpful to us and we've been seeing it happen and thank you. Yes. Um, but this is an exciting week because as much as I adore a, a Lifetime Christmas movie, they're pretty fucking boring. And <laughs> um, cut right to the chase here. <laughs> yeah. Lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. So we're back to like normal Lifetime movies you know, that are, and it's so, you know, cause there's the Lifetime Movie Network and they're the ones doing this month. Everything is called the wrong something. This one we're doing the wrong real estate agent. I believe next week is the wrong fiance. So yeah, we're going to be doing yes. those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, Lifetime is doing something else right now, but then eventually, I think this month, the Wendy Williams documentary or movie mockumentary yes. or whatever that is. Yeah. That's on that. So we'll, I mean, we got a lot of good we're busy. That like makes my ass cheeks clench to think about that. Yeah, it's it's exciting. That means that that's really good, excited. right? When you're actually- Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say my nipples hard, but I was like be a lady, you know, so then I said ass cheeks, but <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's no, that's definitely more ladylike. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. I'm learning. My mom is so proud. And um <laughs> no, I just think this is this is great. I was happy for to put a bow on 2020 for various reasons. Um, but also not limited to the the idea that we could get out of the Christmas movies. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's exciting. And mm-hmm. um, so here we are with the wrong real estate agent starring, starring yes, Vivica, Vivica Fox. Fox, Vivica I, A Fox, right? Or did Vivica I? Vivica A. No, you're right. Vivica oh, is okay. it A. You're probably yeah. No, I just had Vivica because well, her last name like was Vivica. Yeah, well, Vivica ends with an A, and then there's an A right after that. So I was oh. making sure that I didn't okay. make up. 
that I should probably know better. Anyway, Miss no, Fox. Right. Miss Fox. Yeah. Who we all love. She's wonderful. Yes, she is. And I, I love when she pops up in these Lifetime movies. I just do. Um, yeah, spoiler alert. I think she's in next week's too, if you watch the preview. Is she really? I missed yeah. that. Yeah, oh. I think I'm pretty sure. Yes, I I won't waste time on it, but I believe she has a, a bit, a, not a lead role, but she's in it. Yeah, I think I was in a blackout by the end of this particular movie, so mm-hmm. I might have missed the preview to the next week. Um, I kept drinking more wine to try to to try to power through my life, basically just because it was New Year's Day that yeah. they released it and for some reason I thought that was a good day to start my day with Bloody Marys. Is it No, I Oh, that's lovely. Did you you made your own or did you go get them some well, some takeouts? No, we had um some good mix and we used that and made some made some Bloody Marys. So mm. Yeah, you but remember, I add you, good stuff to it. I make a good I make a solid Bloody Mary. I had my first Bloody Mary with you in Austin, Texas, and it had remember like cured bacon in it or something? It had bacon and hunks of cheese. Oh yeah. Remember? It was like, it was like on a stick. Yeah, it was it was a full on it was delicious. That was yeah. wonderful. I can't wait for life to be back to normal so we can go to Austin and do that I again. Oh, I know. God soon um, soon yeah okay yeah no. it's coming around the mountain guys new year it new is. new year's <laughs> same shit so far but it'll <laughs> it'll get better right. well i was i said to mark today this is the first time i've ever because we're recording this um it is sunday night for a release on tuesday but uh it was the first time like for the last five days i've been like is it monday yet like i'm just i'm so excited to get so monday is my new year emotionally yeah. No, I agree. And it, it makes it, I think everyone goes through this where the, the days between Christmas and New Year's and then the way this, the, the days have fallen this time makes With, it so yeah, much longer. And then you're like, well, you know, everyone does like they're cu- cutting back on their booze in, in January and stuff. But then you're like, well, but I don't really start that till Monday or if yeah. you're exercising more or whatever your, you know, New Year's thing is like, it doesn't really start till Monday. And by and by I like by today, I'm like, OK, I, I got to stop eating cheese and just can Monday come already because oh. it really it relies on the day of the week to change, not for me well, to have any um, exactly. self-control. Exactly. This morning I got up and I ate a Reese's tree that was in the freezer because I'm like, can't have these laying around tomorrow. And they go so good with coffee and Bailey's and everything. I'm, I'm going to be a new person <laughs> next week. <laughs> it's gonna be- uh, I love a Reese's in the freezer. That's, oh my God. you know how to do it. My mare bear knows yeah. how to do it. She knows she how sure to do does. life. Yeah. yeah, I do. Should we start rocking. talking? Should yeah, we talk about this movie? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes. So. I'm I'm gonna set the scene, okay? Please this, do. Or, I'm gonna just set the scene with the what the first scene was. <laughs> Please do. So, um, we see this big house and a woman sitting on a couch, and someone is watching her on a camera, and then a hooded man walks past the window. It's creepy AF, and she grabs a really big knife that's on the counter. No big deal. Split screen, and we're, it's like we it's very clear we're taken to a new time. Uh, we see Vivica, and uh, she's at she's a realtor, right? She's at her her place of work, and Charles um, is also a realtor, and she's gotten even though she's a realtor, he got her a good price, like she was in the market for a house, right? 
Yeah, I feel like he's is he her boss or just just friend? Well, I think that I, other I mean, woman was the was her boss because okay. she said that a bunch of times. Like, I'm your boss. Oh, <laughs> that's the only reason I knew. Oh, I see. But, see, but that's a big, so, big thing that I missed. So actually, me. So Charles, I think, was like another. Oh, you're right. Maybe he was just a friend. God, I don't know. He, I mean, he was a, he was a realtor of some kind. I mean, he had a, he helped to get her a house for sure. And he got oh, he's yeah. the, like the landlord or something. Yeah, yeah. I was like, he's, yeah. He said it was his aunt's con. I, I don't know if it was a condo or whatever, but it was it was like a McMansion, wasn't it? Kind of. It was like a, it looked like a McMansion. He said, yeah, it was his great aunt's house, and yes. he. It was confusing because I she, they were renting from him, but I she made it seem like she was buying a house. Yeah, and yeah. So that part was a little confusing because they. I was like, you don't have a landlord when you own it, but then they, and then of course John, who has to my husband, who has to keep me in line while I watch these movies and has to clear things up for me as is your a, movie as handler. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> no, that the you know they're renting it, and I was like, well, when did you fucking catch that? And I missed it, but. um you know, you almost can't question John, though. Like he's been right so many times that you just have to kind of accept it and move on. I know, I know. He's uh, he's very uh, observant, apparently. But one mm-hmm. quick thing that you didn't mention in the in the setup that really threw me for a loop was the woman that was in the house with the knife. You know, when she saw um, someone go by with a knife, she was like a real estate agent too, or something. It seemed like she was going to show the house. I think I don't know. It was, but. She, um, (laughs) we're so clear, she Mm -hmm. had a phone in her hand and she was texting and whatnot. And then when she saw the hooded man go by, she put the phone down. Yes. Yeah. And and walked to the window and then grabbed the knife. Now, if I think someone's outside and, or know someone's outside, um, either one, and I have my phone in my hand, I'm probably going to call 911. You're certainly not going to put the phone down. No. It's no. it's just very bizarre to me. Um, so I thought that was just, a, I just wanted to say, you know, Lifetime, I'm watching you. And I know when yeah. you're fucking with me. And I know when you you let that lady put her phone down, you guys knew better than that. You knew that she wouldn't really do that. Not in real life. I... I think that's a really great point, and I sort of, I don't know if I picked up on it as much as you, but Lifetime has been doing a lot with phone play, you know, like just really willy-nilly with the cell phones. Like, people don't put them down. They don't let people take them from them. They oh, right. Yes, the last They have a tight episode. hold on them, you know, like, it's like, come on, Lifetime. You, if you haven't listened to our last episode where, yeah, Mary was very upset that um, someone willingly gave her phone away to her yeah. mother-in-law and uh you don't Mary's, fuck with another yeah. adult's phone no you don't so you're right they're getting real they're fucking with us with the phone play but um the w- charles gets her this you know this aunt her his aunt's dead aunt's place i guess she mm-hmm. they're all talking at the real real estate office i guess and her friend that works there. <laughs> I think it'd be great if you and I were lawyers. We'd be like, yeah. well, I think he was there. I'm not sure. But that's not the point, you guys. He didn't do it. So, no. Yeah. Anyway. Case closed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. they, she has a friend working there, too, that immediately immediately says that Charles has uh, weird vibes. Yeah. Which he totally does. Um, yes. He sort of looked like he, he had a very ill-fitting suit on the entire time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know he, if they had problems with 
like costuming, if they if someone else was <laughs> cast and, and got COVID and then he had to replace them real quick and they, they were like, sorry, that the suit's too big. Um, Maybe he's one of those that like got healthy during COVID and he like got fitted before, but then he's been like working out in his basement. Like I can't relate to that, but I've heard some people did that. Okay, that's I think that's possible. That's our that's what we're gonna go with. The guy, right. the actor that played him, uh, lost his COVID weight or <laughs> yeah. lost any sort of weight. Yeah, and so his suits didn't fit him, and he sort of looked like if Mark Anthony, like, is it Anthony? Yes, Anthony? yes, yeah, Mar- yeah, and yeah, yeah. J, J- Lo's ex, J Lo's ex. Yes, look, let's just call him that. <laughs> if he. <laughs> He looks like if Mark Anthony and Marco Rubio like had a baby and and, oh. it, couldn't, and it couldn't find a suit to wear. Marco that's sort Anthony. Of Marco Anthony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he that he that's who they kind he reminded me of. He was a handsome man, but that's he, he had those two people's faces to me like smushed together I mean, into that, one shitty suit. <laughs> that should be his Twitter bio. That should be everything about that actor is what. But yeah. yeah. He was wow. great, you know. He played this like yeah, nervous, no. creepy guy, but his suit. He sucked, made me violently just... uncomfortable the whole movie. So bravo, so, bravo! Your job was done. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, well, they move. They they move into this place now, and I think they kind of allude to like Charles and Vivica Fox. What was her name on the show? Rachel. Julie. Thank you. Who's Rachel? Someone else. Rachel was the last last week's one. Oh. She was also on Friends, you know, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, on Friends. yeah, yeah. Rachel. So, yeah, there's a lot of nice Rachels. Okay, yeah. so Julie, Julie. Uh, there's some kind of past with them. It seems like they were a little bit more than friends, but um, we're not quite but like sure. Charles, Charles thinks that maybe their past was a little bit more special than than Julie, than Julie does. does. Yeah, yeah, she seems to not give a shit. She just wants yeah, to live yeah. in yeah. this house, which is like this great big beautiful house and they come in it's her and her daughter maddie and maddie's like kind of not impressed at she first was like ungrateful as right F- i was like yeah this I, is like I, a big house it will also and they roll up to this mansion and her daughter and she's like what do you think and her daughter's like well it took long enough like, excuse me yeah I, oh sorry get you get that. to yeah sorry you get to live in a mansion but then she kind of became happy once she got inside yeah. um and then she was like looking in her bedroom. I think she was like, her mom said, you know, you can decorate however you want, whatever. And she was like looking around. And then a guy just pops in. He's wearing a hood. And we had seen mm-hmm. a hooded guy in the beginning. So, of course, they want us to think that that's who this is, maybe. He comes out of nowhere and is, he's Connor the handyman. And Mary, you can tell us where you know him from. Yes, I was just, I mean, I was as scared as Maddie when they panned over to the corner of her room and he was standing there. It was Tom Sandoval from Vanderpump Rules. I was, is, I was, I, which is the reality show on the Bravo Network. Uh, <laughs> heard of it. I've heard of it. And, no, uh, John, you, again, again, it was a situation where John was like, that guy is from Vanderpump Rules. And I was like, and I don't. It's like the one reality show for some reason I never really watched. It's, um, it's one that I, I I like. I love to hate, hate to love. I think it might be done now. I'm not. I sure. I think it is. But, yeah, I love yeah. I love Elisa Vanderpump, but I just never oh watched my the god. Show. 
But I, I sort of, as I am, I'm not a quitter. And once I start a show, I just don't stop. Like I've, you know, I'm like glad that Tom Sandoval's getting work. Like he was, you know, he was tending bar at, at pump and, you know, Villa Blanca. And then he's, you know, opens up Tom, Tom with the other Tom and he's partnering with Lisa. And I just really, I'm really into all that horse shit, but he did a nice job. I'm glad you're happy for him. He did. He did a good job. He was Connor, the handyman who popped up out of nowhere. Nobody thought it was weird. I already feel like we have two. I'm like, Charles is creepy. Connor's creepy. Are there two murderers? You know? Um, Oh, they definitely did a nice job of like, oh, shit. Which one is it going to be? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then they they immediately show us too. A the Connor the handyman pops up out of nowhere. Nobody really seems to go. Oh, that was maybe next time knock. You know? Um, Yeah. And then there's a locked room in the house and he just goes, oh, my aunt's stuff is in there. And so it's just like, I am not moving into a house with a locked room. You couldn't pay me. I don't care if it's a mansion. I don't care if it is Lisa Vanderpump's mansion. I'm not moving. You got a locked room. I've seen enough shit in my life, mostly on television. That I know that I'm not moving into a house with a locked room and just acting. She goes, no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Like not even like a peak or anything like just and it. It's not even like it was a locked room that not that this would make it better, but it wasn't like out of the way. It was like right in the fucking kitchen or, you know, it's like a door that's right in the middle of the main living space. It's you know? a main like that everyone would go to and be like, oh, let's try oh, to open it. The they think it was like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was yeah. flat in the middle of the like area when you enter the house so we have that they give us a little backstory also go ahead ahead. i'm so sorry i just want to very quickly about the whole so this was charles's great aunt who died or whatever so clearly she's gotten the place uh furnished you know what i mean i get it i'm assuming i'm i don't that's what it felt like that like maybe i don't know if it was her furniture or whatever but did you notice like on the walls it wasn't it was it looked like it was pictures of maybe this great aunt's family or there was like a weird picture where they zoomed in it looked like the pope yeah there was some very weird <laughs> like wouldn't you take stuff off the wall was, yeah i don't know if they, I, I, they left out maybe the part of the deal where charles was like oh you can live here but you have to keep up photos of my great aunt and the pope and the pope um, i know i definitely people yeah I'm going to find that and take a screenshot and send it to you because they I feel like or my ADHD is so hyper focused on shit that it's unreal. But I felt like they made a big deal out of that. No, I want you to. uh, I definitely remember them going to a a photo. I did not realize it looked like the Pope. And I just want you we have to find it. We have to put it on our our Instagram and our our Facebook, too. Just I was going to say, I don't know. I'm not doing anything after this. so (laughs) I'm on it. You got time to rewatch. I, I got time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they give us a little backstory and they, oh, well, first there was like someone taking pictures of um, Vivica Fox of Julian yes. Charles from the bushes, which was yeah. weird. Weird. So they're trying, they, and we're like, is that supposed to be Connor? Is it someone else? Like, I don't, it, they had, they just got a lot of hands in the, in the mix here. And yeah. then we have a little backstory that, the she's single right uh, julie vivica fox julie is single because the dad left and charles i guess sold their house and helped her get into real estate and then there was some kind of relationship between him and the daughter maddie is like he still likes you so they kind of just give you a big you know 
backstory so that you know like okay she got left by her man and Charles kind of helped her after that and then right whatever right. and they never say what happened with the dad or why he left um no they just say at one point Maddie says just like randomly and like it never comes up again like we like to point out just a total non-important scene when Maddie's like mom I miss dad even though he quote did what he did you yeah. know and then Vivica Fox just walks upstairs yeah, and then they just never, never broach it again. I'm like, oh, there's going to be some reveal or maybe he's going to end up being the killer. Spoiler alert. He's not, you know, because right, um, right. he's just never brought up again. So they just they like to build you up just to let you completely down. Yeah. Yeah. With- like, I don't I don't have the capacity to follow all of these plot lines if they're not necessary. <laughs> you know, no couple of wines. Give me one or two. Especially since they have, you know, already 15 different people tra- they're trying to make us think are the murderer. And there's yeah. the hooded guy is outside again. The first night they're there, the hooded guy is like outside again. And they both yeah. hear noises. Yeah. Like, and it it's so, it's so noisy in this house. And then once they see each other, Rachel and Julie see, I mean, Jesus, why do I keep saying Rachel? Julie and Maddie, Vivica Fox is Julie. The daughter is Maddie. Okay, everybody, Julie and Maddie. Once they see each other and realize, telling like everybody, you're telling yourself, Sarah. I'm just telling myself. Thank All right. you. <laughs> Sometimes I need to say just things. Just a little out reminder. Loud. It's just okay. a little reminder. Yeah. Um, but they, they they hear all these noises and then they see each other and then they go, oh, okay, well, whew, I guess it was nothing. I'm like what? No, you still heard a bunch of noise. Yeah. It's not better just because you see each other. It's worse because now you know you're not the two. Making the noise. Well, right. And what you're going to see, like, you know, this beautiful young girl's going to see her mom and think, oh, that's what was causing the clanking metal banging noises and vice versa. Like, no, it was delusional. And I would like to point out that Vivica A. Fox slash Julie had such a strong jammy game this whole movie. And as much as we shit on having matching jammies with whichever one I can't remember the movie was, this just felt right. Like the type of woman that she was would go to bed looking that nice. I could not agree with you more. And first of all, jammy game is now (laughs) probably going to be the name of this episode. That's (laughs) amazing. Um, But... It was, it's, she definitely, like, she's this classy, stylish lady, and mm-hmm. she is like, I don't go to bed looking a mess. Like, no, I didn't believe it in the, whatever the episode, the other show we talked about where someone had matching pajamas the whole time, because they made her seem like she was down and miserable. Well, that and was like, like you, yeah, and it, it felt fit. desperate or something, too, with the other one. It was, like, dumb. This one yeah. just made sense, and it made me want to maybe start looking online for jammies I don't I'm not you know things aren't great I was looking on Amazon but you know what I mean (laughs) I might get you a pair of matching jammies soon who knows your birthday's coming oh my god oh and happy belated birthday to you you sweet angel your birthday's like the 13th 14th if you ever want to remember it I always say it's the month exactly a month before the worst day of the year for most people oh right okay that's a good way to remember it yeah, it's a good way to remember it. Well, mm-hmm. you know who would have a wonderful Valentine's Day is Julie and her jammies. <laughs> oh my she'd be god, like, she would be like, "I don't give a shit if I don't have a date. I got matching silk pajamas and a fucking glass of wine, and I'm living my life." 
She's like, she just looks like she's always prepared. She was like putting lotion on her legs before she goes to bed. And I was thinking like, I like my skin, like one hard scratch and I could just slough my skin off right now. Like I've just stopped. And I got to be honest, even before pandemic, I wasn't at a top game of hygiene with like taking care of those things, you know, but she just really like. She just had her shit together. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I mean, I love that if this movie, if if nothing else, this movie <laughs> has motivated you to take better care of yourself. <laughs> to because, maybe get some yeah. jammies and, 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 and try to, what's the word? Moisturize my Mo- skin. Just every once in a while. Yeah. Give it a go. I don't mm-hmm. moisturize before bed, but it actually, I did notice that a lot. And I was like, yeah. that's such a good idea. No wonder she has flawless skin. I, I moisturize like after a shower and now I need to start maybe doing it before bed. And also like, you know, rub your hands together, put your leg up on the bed, make a show of it. Yeah. You know, like she no, was you're for abs- nobody. She did. She really did. It was, it, it, I appreciated it. I only moisturize like before I have like a thorough doctor's appointment or something just so they don't think I'm like so sad you know what I mean well she moisturizes even when she sees people lurking around in the bushes because she did because she went to the window like right after her and Maddie she and Maddie saw each other and were like oh I guess noises was no big deal and then she went to the kitchen and then we see Vanderpump rules in the in the window again Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think that, she, yeah, yeah, she saw him, but she like thought she did. I think it was right. sort of. And then the next day uh, at work, Charles is like, how was your first night? And she goes, it's not great. You know, it was yeah, noisy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, There's somebody somebody's uh, watching me lotion lather up my legs, although she doesn't know that at this point that no, she doesn't know cameras it, but... on her, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spoiler which is super alert. creepy. Yeah, spoiler alert. Um, there's uh, he says he'll set up an alarm system, and I would just say, as a rule, you don't ever let someone you know or fucked. I'm not sure they fucked, but if they did, <laughs> valid point. You don't let someone you either know or had sex with set up an alarm system for you. Yeah, that seems, and even like I don't know if I am always kind of alert to what's going on around me, but even I would come, I would be like, eh, you know, nah. Maybe yeah, I'll just I'll, do this on my own or, you know. Yeah, I'll do yeah. that thing where you call a company and then they install it. I'll do that. Yeah. yeah. Just, that's even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't need nervous Charles setting up my, you know, he did, in his ill-fitting suit trying to <laughs> punch in a code for me. I just don't. Yeah. He was like constantly sort of sweating. And nervous would be the perfect. It was just he played that character very well because he made mm-hmm. me very uncomfortable. He did, yeah, um, and oh, and then okay, but right after all this, like there, a guy pulls up to the house to see Maddie. It's Maddie's boyfriend in like a and, Porsche, right? Yeah, in like a Porsche. And then this guy, other guy, jumps out of the bushes. So now like I guess a I'm fucking like, lunatic, mind like you, lunatic. like a wild man. And he's someone we haven't seen yet. It wasn't Vanderpump Rules, right? It was like right. a whole nope. new person. Mm-hmm. So, and I shouldn't call him Vanderpump. We'll call him. Connor the handyman because that was his title so this guy jumps out of the bushes and he's like I want to know who lives there and then the guy the boyfriend goes oh my girlfriend and then that guy who's already assaulted him out of nowhere coming out of the bushes goes oh girlfriend huh which was so weird and mocking like it was weird he was so weird he goes oh girlfriend huh kind of like 
oh, I thought you were gay. I don't know. It was very, I didn't like, understand. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he was like, you're shitting me. Yeah, yeah. Like a weird, it was a strange reaction. I'm like, you've only seen this person for like two seconds. And it it just was bizarre. And so we still, we don't even know who this, so now we, now we got another guy in the bushes. We've had a Connor, we've had Charles acting weird, and then we have a new guy that could be the guy in the bushes. So, um, you know, we know, we have no idea. And then Charles starts acting. He gets the alarm installed and acting very strange about who should have the alarm code and when she should change it. And yeah, you know. Charles, Charles, as they're setting up the alarm, um, he's like, and don't, you know, don't like use your birthday for the for the code because that's what criminals always guess first. And like, I wonder how many criminals know the birthdays of the people that they're <laughs> Uh, it's a really good word. point. Burgling, Vand- you know, burgling. What I mean? yeah. yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, no. Usually, if you break <laughs> into someone, if you see an opportunity yeah. just to break into someone's house because they're away, it's not like, yeah. oh, that, yeah, that girl. They're like December twenty ninth. I hate Scorpios. I'm gonna take all our jewelry. Yeah, like it just <laughs> didn't make any sense. The birthday burglars. Yeah, um, birthday burgled. I hope I don't get birthday burgled. I know. Well, you just said your birthday, so you better change your alarm code from. Oh my o- god! one one four. Full circle. Yeah, it's all full circle. Full circle. Um, Jesus. Yeah, they and then you know Julie and Maddie go out for pizza or something. They go home and then oh, this was probably another thing that really got you in, fascinated. Is she's she's good. She's about to go take a shower. So she's a nighttime mm-hmm. shower lady. Yep. Well, I, and that makes sense. Maybe why she's lubing up after. afterwards. But still, yeah. yeah, no. I mean, I I was just impressed all around with her, with everything. It was, but and I'm I I feel like I'm always fascinated by nighttime shower people. I am a, I'm a very much a morning shower person. Now I I like a nighttime shower if I have. Like if I'm working back when I used to work, um, if I have like an early call time on set, oh, I shower the night before because then, you know, you just wake up and go sort of thing. But for the most right. part, the the thought of getting into a shower at night just sounds exhausting to me. So she's a, she's a go getter once again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, and, and I know. OK, I'm just I know this is off topic. I will shower at night if I have clean sheets. Mm, I see that. I understand. You don't want to muck them up. Yeah, like, and I also just really love the feeling. Just okay, and out of respect for the sheets, you take a shower. Yeah, before I, they get all skidded up. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Always a lady, you know. Always a lady. I, um, um, yeah. So she goes to take a shower, and I think this is where you go. We're going, and she sees that someone used her shower. Yeah. Yeah. She sees that someone used a shower, and so she goes and asks Maddie, did you take a shower in my shower? And she's like, no, your water pressure sucks. It wasn't me. (laughs) And then then she goes, "Um, oh, okay, cool, I guess. And then she goes and takes a shower. Just disrobes and hops right in. No problem. Like, if if you are, again, you know, you ran into each other at night after hearing noises, you thought, okay, no big deal. Now someone has showered in your shower, and you're just Mm -hmm. like... Well, it wasn't you. Okay, then I guess it was someone else. So I'll go shower. You're the only two fucking people yeah. to live there. Yeah, yeah. And and you've got that locked room you haven't t- able to take a peek in. 
Yes. Yeah, I mean exactly. the whole the whole thing it just yeah, it didn't match with a woman of her sort of sense. I I feel like she would have asked more questions, but Yes. Yeah, she seemed too smart for for letting all these mm-hmm. things happen to her. Um and then so they, someone was like watching it. Now we find out someone's like watching them on a camera too. Um in a hoodie. And they show and- they zoom into a prescription pill bottle right next to his mouse. Oh, that's right. Did you notice what it was? I didn't. Oh no, I my eyes have gotten worse. I don't know if I would have been able to, but I think yeah, I didn't know. I didn't see what it was, but just that it was like, oh, you know. And again, no faux pas for it. I I daily pop pills to help me get through life, but um, but they were just sort of alluding to the fact that you know, he's someone was on pills, but yes, d- I, they never went. I, that's another no. thing they never ever discussed mm-hmm. again. Never visited again. Mm-hmm. No, let's zoom in on this pill bottle just in case we want to talk about it later. Oh, yeah. I we completely forgot to bring uh, that ran up. Ran out again. of time. Let's move yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. This needed to be a 90-minute movie. Uh, so we're done with mm-hmm. that. So um, but we yeah, they're watching on cameras. We don't really know where yet, right? I don't think they do. I mean, we know no, where later, it, but we don't know fact, where yet. Well, right. I almost was gonna spill the beans, like spoiler alert. Yeah, we don't know where. I was thinking it was somewhere further away, but and then she thinks she hears a noise again, and this is after she's already had someone in her shower. And mm-hmm. then she goes and checks the door, like in the kitchen, and it's locked. So she's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I guess I'll go to bed now. Um, and then she hears a noise again, and then she goes and checks on her daughter. And her daughter's like listening to headphones or something, but has she's fallen asleep somehow with headphones blaring so loud. Blaring. That you, mm-hmm. Yeah. She's fallen asleep. Um I guess when you're young, you're able to f- sleep through anything. And so then she turns yeah. those off and basically, I I guess, attributes the noise that she's hearing to coming from her daughter's headphones. Again, that's loud Just sort metal of like a, an assessment that I don't believe she would have made, you know? Yeah. Like, so you're, that's, this is what we're getting down to is that she's too smart for this bullshit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so she, okay. So here's another loud claim. I, I would be crying at this point, by the way. Like, just like, I'd be on my way to the local, you know, I don't know, holiday Police department. Inn, whatever, or, well, yeah, maybe that would make more sense. But either way, I wouldn't be sleeping there. But so she, Julie goes downstairs. And the door that you said, oh, she, first of all, she hears footsteps. So now it's right. not just clanging and shit. She knows her daughter's sleeping, but she sees that the door that she checked that was locked before is now unlocked, mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. And what it's does unlocked. she do? She, you know, what she, she do? does. She just goes to sleep on the couch. Yeah. And she goes, hmm. <laughs> hmm. I mean, oh, that door is hmm. locked. It yeah. was just locked and now it's unlocked. And also she found her phone on the counter and then she goes, oh, there it is again. <sighs> Will like your phone was missing earlier in the day and you didn't even notice. And now you're like, oh, there it is. It's just sitting on the island again. As Mary has pointed out, people are not that loosey goosey with their no. phones. People no. not in 2021 or 2020 or any time before that. I don't feel right in the day until I've had a minor panic attack that I don't have my phone on me. I mean, it usually happens within the first hour of being awake. Right, right. (laughs) Uh, Which for me is probably later in the day than most, but it's, you know. It's it's okay. Listen, everyone has their own schedules. Um, Well, then we have uh, uh, Connor, the handyman, looks in the window again, but she doesn't see him. And then she tells her friend the next day, the friend at work, that she thinks she has raccoons. 
That's what she's hearing. And yeah, yeah. You know, those dragging metal around and <laughs> having <laughs> human footstep noises. Yeah. Taking that's showers. What <laughs> that's what raccoons do. You know they love to shower. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> They do wash their hands, by the way, little known fact. They like to, not little known fact, probably widely known fact. But yeah, they put their little paws right in my cat cat water dish and and, uh, wash their hands. And I see it on camera and it's very fascinating and also disturbing. Um, I love that you know that, Sarah. Yeah, well, I don't know why they do it. They're very strange animals. And apparently they're just taking COVID seriously, Sarah. Okay, (laughs) not everyone is. That's a good point. Yeah. They're more, they're more, they're like, listen, that shit spreads fast. You got to keep washing your hands. They're like, listen, we're keeping our numbers up. I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) Well, she thinks she has raccoons. And then she says, well, tell your landlord, Charles. And that's actually the point in the movie when I learned that Charles was the landlord. Like the whole time, I didn't understand that she was renting from him until then. So just so everyone's clear on how hyper aware I was of that plot line. Yeah, so does that mean his great aunt was renting from him too? <laughs> or I, was it? A, well, I guess that none of this matters. Whatever. I, well, it doesn't matter, but, you know, I guess they just wanted us to have a reason that he she was living in, that, you know, like that's why, why the great kept aunt. popping up and shit. Yeah. yeah. And then, so he says, well, I'm going to call an exterminator. So I guess, and that's Connor the handyman, who I guess he doubles as an exterminator. <laughs> And yeah. oh, a peeping Tom and an exterminator. Yes. And he puts like peanut butter in the attic. Extra chunky, he says. Yeah. And then he licked his, and then he licked his fingers. He did. Mm-hmm. And that was yeah. terrible. Yeah. He licked his fingers and said that there was extra chunky peanut butter in the attic. And apparently that's going to help get rid of the raccoons. Now, as someone who understands how much raccoons like to wash their hands, I think they're going to hate getting chunky peanut butter yeah. all over their hands it'd be but like a repellent yeah. yeah so well maybe that's the point maybe it scares them off i don't know oh. i mean I, I haven't really googled i'm afraid to google peanut butter in any animal because i don't i know that i'm gonna get some kind of video <laughs> fetish thing. i say you saw that in college too <laughs> yeah <laughs> that one video i yeah. don't i don't need you don't want to be you don't need no. any extra shit in your search history no, no i sure don't so mm. We'll just assume that Connor, the handyman, knew knew what he was doing. Um, and then her friend comes by while while Connor is there, right? And, and yes, she says, she says and something name- about he's an odd one. But they only passed each other in the driveway. I don't even think they spoke, or if they did, it was quick. And she's like, "Oh, he's an odd one," which he is, but you haven't seen it. So based on what, right. like, back off, right. Connor, the handyman. Right, right. She started. It was only because he walked out the door and like didn't. Also, she's a bit of a weird one because she marched around in like stilettos on the grass to the back door because nobody answered the front door. When nobody answers the front door, how about just go home or send him a text? You don't just march around for another entry. No, you don't. You don't go to someone's back door. I mean, this isn't the 50s. I mean, it's not your your mom's house. You know what I mean? It's like another whatever. It's Charles's great aunt's house. Yeah. And the. The papal pe- pope woman, and the pope, yeah, the lady, the that, pope, the, fuck, the, the no, lady that used okay. to have sex with the pope. That's our new storyline. Yeah. Well, yeah. and then <laughs> there's a, a shirtless, uh, a shirtless guy pops up again. Um, he's the he's the guy that quizzed the boyfriend. His name is TJ. yeah, the neighbor. Now, now TJ. he's shirtless. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And he sees the friend leaving and says to the friend that he keeps seeing a guy walking around. And we're like, well, who are you? You're walking around. Yeah. I mean, I I know you're a neighbor, but why are you shirtless popping out of the bushes all the time? Like, and then saying other people are acting weird. No, exactly. He was the one taking the pictures in the beginning, too, I think. Right. Yeah. um, So, yeah, he's he acts like a lunatic. He acts very nervous and bizarre. Um, We don't know what is going on with him. Yeah. They keep showing when when, and then when um, Julie goes home or she's in the living room later that day or something, they keep showing this camera that's like obviously the one that someone, you know, recording her, that someone's watching her on these big monitors, you know, that we discussed earlier. But the camera looks pretty much in plain sight, like on a mantle. It's not like one of those nanny cams, like hidden in a teddy bear or something. Yeah, it's like right out in the open. No, it's like a big Polaroid looking, like a giant, you know, like the size yeah, of like, like an old camera. <laughs> yeah, sitting. like they just set it down on a table. Yeah. Yeah. Pointing. And then they put like, a, a, you know, like a leaf over, like around <laughs> it or something <laughs> yeah. to try to act like it was yeah. hidden by a plant. So there's a camera in pretty much plain sight. Um, and then... Anyway, that's that's how she's being watched. And then we have like what Maddie and her boyfriend are fooling around. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, that's right. Oh, when did that happen? I but I was gonna say also you've got Connor comes back, checks on the, the trap, finds oh, right. out says that it's a vole in the trap. I didn't bother Googling that because it made me mad. Is that a real animal? I know. I I literally have written down. Is that real? I only know about moles. I don't know about voles. I like that you and I will go. We'll go a little bit, but we're not going to go the whole distance if we're not interested. Like I don't give a shit. No. I didn't look it up. No, I'm not going to look it up. And someone I don't want to know. To be honest, I don't either. It's just going to be. It, he did. Yeah, he checked the trap before before we find the the two fooling around. You're right. And that was. Um. Yeah, he says he finds a vole, and then nobody questions what that is nobody knows sure are they gone now um but whatever we're just supposed to believe you know this guy who was just a few weeks ago a bartender in los yeah, angeles at los angeles now he's he's catching voles with chunky peanut butter and no and i, I so i totally that was a, a amygdala hijack but you were saying so maddie and her boyfriend shane only because i wrote his name down um mm-hmm. they're like you know Playing hide the finger. I like yeah. to mention fingering at least once an episode. Um, I think I think that's important. I think it's part of our theme, and I think it's important. And yeah, yeah, they're fooling around, and the mom wakes up and hears Julie wakes up and hears all this like attic noise, and I'm like, whatever a vole is, that ain't it, you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty um loud, and so she starts to get up to investigate, and then. Maddie hears that her mom's up, so she shoves Shane, her boyfriend, into the closet, and then she comes in the room, doesn't see Shane, but sees Maddie, and is like, huh, you're not making any noise? I'm not making any noise. Oh, well, I guess no big deal. Once again, I don't care yeah. about the noise. Yeah. yeah. But then she, and then the, and then she hears the boyfriend come back out, like she walks away to go back to bed in her matching, matching jammies. Oh, and Beautiful. And then she hears them like whispering and she goes back in and she's like, I knew it. And she busts them and chases the kid out. And yeah. and, and she goes, um, "You, wh- what are you doing here? You could have gotten yourself killed. She yeah. said to him. I thought that was so weird. I was like, why? How? What is like, she talking about? 
she was not like she had a gun. You know, if she had a gun in her hand because she thought he was an intruder, I would understand why she said you could have gotten yourself killed. But instead, right. she's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Gotten himself killed? How?" And then a minute later, she's like, "Well, he could have fallen out the window." So I'm like, "What?" Now I yeah. assume he's going. I assumed he was going to. By the way, after that, but again, didn't missed opportunity. Just story another, line. yeah, empty Just promise. <laughs> empty promise. Yeah. <laughs> And then, um, okay, and then the next, I guess it's the next morning or next evening or whatever, she finds, I don't know if I'm skipping over anything, let me know, but she finds a pot on the stove and she goes, who the hell's been cooking? And then she yes. just moves on. And then just like, is like, doesn't even wash the pot, look at the pot again, just, I mean... I mean, it's like, what, like who the hell's been showering? Who the hell's been cooking? It's yeah. not either of the two li- people living in the house. This is cause for concern. Well, it's like fucking Goldilocks. Like, who's been in my bed? <laughs> I, I mean, even the little dumb girl had enough sense to, I don't know. Yeah, I, it was, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And then she's going on a date now. She's like, basically, she's going on a date and an online um, date, an online a guy she met online. Which mm-hmm. is exciting. I'm sort of excited for her. Um, and then and Char- yeah, Charles says, Yeah, he's not happy about it. He's, she's like, I'm, ha- I'm have a date. And he's like, Oh, that's great. <laughs> I'm so happy I mean, he literally looked like someone took the batteries out of his back. Like he had a fucking total meltdown. It was like, he reminded me of, and then they, it, like, as he's talking to her, and then they show him, he like walks away after she tells him he has a date. He literally, it's like Incredible Hulk, like Bruce Banner. Like he's upstairs and he's it's like, oh, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. And he starts like slapping himself in the face. <laughs> he starts slapping himself in the face. I don't know why I thought it was so funny. But yeah, he, yeah he's like, like slapping himself in the face because yeah. she has a date. And <sighs> yeah. So that was now we get a sense that Charles is uh, more unwell than we believed to be, you know. Okay, quick, quick thing. Um, so also Charles finds out, you know, he finds out that she has a date because she like looks really nice. She's in this like sexy red dress. It's like fitted. She looks really pretty and hot. And like, he's like, oh, you look really nice. She's like, oh, yeah, I have a date. Like who wears? I mean, unless. No, because she left her house to go to the date. So she wore what she was wearing to the date to work all day beforehand, even though she was going home. And I got to be honest, Lifetime, check your notes, do your homework. That's horseshit. It is horseshit. And also, first of all, you don't dress, you don't wear the same thing all day. And then you don't dress like that on a first date. I mean, they only went to like a, like a restaurant, like a not, you know, they weren't going to like a, a premiere. Right, right. The guy, this guy's name is Ron. She they met on a yeah. dating app. He picks her up at her house. Oh yes. Yeah, that's a no no, right? Sorry guys. <laughs> uh for all my all our single female and male listeners, single listeners, period. Anyone yeah. on a dating app, you're not you don't let someone come to your house no. that you've never met before. You don't give your address to someone no. from a flipping dating app. No, so you're right. You you mean this at a she, place. And she for sure doesn't. She has a kid. She wears yeah. matching pajamas to bed. She moisturizes. She She's does not daily. let a stranger pick her up at her house. So that was yeah. a big. I didn't like that. I agree. That was that didn't make any sense. I mean, although with her 
willy nilly behavior of like <laughs> eh, just hopping in a shower. Somebody was just in and shit like that. It sort of went along with it. But no, altogether, thematically, it was it was stupid. And the reason for it, I guess, was because we needed to be able to see Charles uh, watching her leave for her date. Oh, from and from the house. From yeah, and from that a was terrifying. That appeared to be, and, and it threw me for. I was so confused because I was like, "Wait, does he live next door? Is that house connected?" And then, I'm, and then when they showed the perspective of like her walking through, you know, like away from the door, you're, it's clear that he's like watching from her house, like yes. from the top of the house. So he's now I'm like, oh, he's the vole or whatever. He's yeah, is he living in the attic, like. Right? right that's what you start yeah, to no. think yeah yeah you're right because i did think in my head well because i was thinking about the locked door and i'm like well that's on the first floor but maybe he just helps himself around the house but yeah yeah he was the vole oh the, my god yeah it's it's really funny and then the, it's like creepy and then they go on this she goes on this date and it's he he seems nice but it's pretty boring yeah. he yeah. like he said something about a startup and that like when someone says this word startup company i just fucking tune out start like, like i'm just like <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I don't even, you know, that's just a, I, I don't know what he was talking about. So they seem like they kind of be a cute couple because they're yeah. like, like they, yeah, he's like a handsome guy, but then he's just kind of boring. And then he drops her off and she basically is like, I, you know, cause she kind of wants to let him come inside, but she's like, I'm horny, yeah. but I have a daughter basically. So she can't. I'm all moisturized. What a waste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what a waste. So God. she. Yeah, but I'm going to, you know, I have a daughter, so now I'm going to be careful. Even though you have my address, you can't come inside. And then the daughter, when she comes in, the, da- the daughter goes, hey, did you get lucky? And she's like, <laughs> you know, which I know she's just joking, but like the guy didn't come inside. So you think your mom banged him in the car? Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Backseat of the car. Your mom's a real lady. Oh. Yeah. The only reason you have sex with someone in your car is they don't know where you live. And she... Or he already knows where she lives. So, you know, that would have been pointless. <laughs> or you're 22 and the Tully's restaurant party lot makes sense because you don't, everybody's home. Right. Well, Mary just told us a little, we had a little glimpse into 22 year old Mary, didn't we? No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, so uh, you're right. That I, for, I forgot that she's like, oh, did you get lucky? Like, ooh. yeah. It was yeah. just kind of funny. But then um then Charles all of a sudden someone's knocking on the on her date Ron's door and it's Charles oh, and right. he's like stay away from Julie and the guy keeps the door open and and lets like Charles sort of talk and scream and say you know you stay away from Julie stay away from Julie. I would be like I'd close that shit so fast and call the cops yeah. and also Julie and be like who's this psycho. Oh but- exactly. And and not to but like Ron was a, a a a much larger man than Charles. Not that size and you know fight, but like it's like he 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 could have just given a, a quick shove and kind of you know yeah it it seemed yeah. weird to me. But and, uh, yeah, he instead they just kind of move on from that, and then the next morning there's a weird thing where she find uh, Julie finds like a crushed like Coke can or something. Yeah, on a bench. and that that never is. Uh, talked about again no never talked about again i'm like was this is it a are we supposed to is this person i kept uh, looking for people drinking coke i know was there was it was it supposed to be some kind of you know sign of a a signal for us to figure out who it was no it was just a coke can so or whatever kind of can and then they cut from that to the date ron the date guy 
goes out to his car the next morning. He's got a flat tire. And then yep. Char- Charles pops up in another bad suit and gets really crazy, even though he acts pretty normal at work and he gets completely loses his shit. And then he stabs him. With a giant knife, he just, I mean, the guy didn't even put up a fight or try to get out of the way. No. And, you know, I just feel like I understand if it's a gun that you can't move. But if right. Charles- the knife, we've said this before, you got to try to run, guys. When yeah, it's you a got knife. Please. You, you got to learn anything from this podcast. Yeah. I mean, just put a little effort into it, you know, just try to walk around them. Especially with Charles and his bit, like his hands are all lost in the sleeves of his suit. Like he's probably going to take him a minute to get that knife, like in a in yeah. a good grip. You know, there's yeah, he definitely didn't have a good grip. You're right, Sarah, because wherever he'd been keeping that knife, he was going to have to reposition and, and get a good handle on it. And I mean, not to have a death stab, you know? No, no. We, well, no. anyway, it worked. I, I'm yeah, I'm losing my my direction here, but um. He's dead. I will. <laughs> so then he takes he ta- Charles takes Ron's dead Ron's phone. We see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we know he has the phone. Um. So then we see uh that Con- so Connor she, Julie called Connor uh, Vanderpump to go over to see to check on something or whatever whatever. And because she keeps hearing noises. The probably. noises. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. So then he like sees like a I thought it was a towel but it was like a a yellow sweater on the floor he sniffs it which is uncomfortable but yet felt appropriate for his character um Mm. and he unlocks the door of the locked door the infamous locked door and he Mm. smells a terrible smell Mm -hmm. and then what happens he gets knocked out by a shovel yeah shovel so right in the right in the head right in the head right in the head which is pretty safe to assume that you know the shovel Chuck. probably comes from Charles because wasn't he probably just burying Ron? Like you know, we I can right. put two and I can put two and two together. Wait, I'm, I didn't, I didn't think about that with the shovel, but that's well, but that's I'm not always on my game, you know. No. But that makes sense. I think I just thought of it just now, to be honest with you. Um, no, I think it's really smart. But we see he he's knocked out. Um, Julie comes home. She's like, oh, Ron wanted to meet me for dinner, but uh, I don't know. You know, we're like, well, because he's dead, girl. He's dead. Yeah. Um, that's me screaming at the TV. And yeah. then and then she thinks um, Maddie borrowed her clothes. Like she asked her daughter, did you borrow some of my clothes? And she's like, no. And then she goes, well, I'm missing. And then she goes, she was looking for something specific. She goes, well, now come to think of it. I'm missing other stuff like some workout gear and underwear. Missing okay. some undies, no N D D. Right. What the fuck? Like add it up. You are smart. You know, yeah. you, like yeah. if someone's been in your shower, someone's cooking in your house, and now you're missing underwear. These are bad signs. Yeah. These are all yeah. bad signs. Um, Maddie did not like the word underwear, but and I didn't either, to be honest <laughs> with you. Same. Yeah. Um, and then and then she's going. I guess she goes to like wait for her date, you know. And Charlie, well, yeah, I shows think it's up. funny. She, yeah, she's meeting Ron at the restaurant this time. Yeah, you now know, the she's first date him. he's gonna pick her up at her address. But yeah, now yeah. they're meeting like they should have been. He doesn't show, and who because shows he's up. dead, girl. Well, that and is then, true. Yeah, <laughs> <That's>, 
And then Charles shows up, of course. So he's like, oh, I was just getting some to-go or food or something. And then <laughs> Small she, world. But. Yeah, small world. And then she goes, um, well, you know what? You can join me because I don't think my Ron sh- my date's showing up. He's an hour late. I'm like, nobody would wait. You don't wait an hour. No. And if you do wait an hour, you're not still at the table for two. You're at the bar. And yeah. You're, you're, you're mad and, and you're on your, right. You're leaning your head on your hand at this point. Yeah. And then at this point, Charles does what I think is the biggest sign that he's a psychopath. <laughs> I think this is my favorite part, my favorite observation of yours. He ordered a rum and milk. <laughs> he ordered a rum and milk and the waiter repeats it. And I rewound my, my I rewound it like three times to make sure. <laughs> and the waiter repeats it like it's a normal order. And then they brings him Not. back the drink. And it has no ice. There's no ice in this drink. So I don't know if this is a fail on the continuity person that's supposed to be making, or not the continuity, it wouldn't be the continuity person. And why, I mean, everyone just tuned out. Why don't you talk about continuity person? But the set, I don't know whose fail this is, or if that is a real thing that people drink rum and milk that's warm. And or maybe that psychopaths drink it and they did some deep dive and found that out. I don't know what the problem is, but well, I just was very upset by it. It was alarming, Sarah. And I, I you know, I saw as you were live tweeting um, that it was it was problematic and you had every right to react that way. I as a as a bartender answer me this. Uh, a white Russian would have ice and vodka also. Is that correct? Yes, it would have. I would have vodka, Kahlua, and. Oh, yeah, Kahlua. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. rum. No. And oh, yes, so and fucking rum and milk is just wrong. It just seems made up. And yeah, I'm sorry yeah. if, if there's a rum and milk drinker out there. I'm not trying to offend you. And God bless I am. you. Let me know. I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? If you're drinking rum and milk, don't shout it from the rooftops own that shame no yeah that's that, it's almost like he was so weird that it's like he'd never had a drink before but he'd heard of rum and he likes milk a lot and he just panicked <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah i would <laughs> that's true maybe that's that's exactly what happened if i was the waiter i would have repeated it four times that's and what then... a sixth grader would order um yeah. i'll have um rum and milk you know mm-hmm. yeah. and i would have had it like I would, if I was the waiter, I would have been like, can you repeat that? And then I would have made the person repeat it four times. And then I would have said, are you sure you want that? (laughs) I would have just said, please leave. We're not fucking playing with you here tonight. That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, We don't serve milk to adults. Yeah. I, you know, I guess I, I, you know what, this whole time I was sort of ignorantly thinking that it was a white Russian minus the ice and the vodka but no that's Kahlua I'm glad I mm-hmm. asked you that because yeah so it makes it, it may, I'm getting angrier by the second I know um, well I'm so mad I'm gonna drink a rub and milk tonight and see if I like it <laughs> I'll be honest I had to try it out for myself and it's delicious but that's not the point yeah but I no, put I an ice really. cube in and I'm not a monster yeah. maybe so. like a rum and milk shake but anyway okay oh that I drink yeah, yeah um I mean, anyway all right. Now you guys, you guys are, you guys know us well enough to know that certain things get really get our, get us going. Get and our that goats. was one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now she comes home from the date. We should kind of get to the, yeah, you know, the can, height of this. Can, yeah. 
<laughs> she gets comes home from the date, finds she finally decides to open up the locked door, I guess, after all mm-hmm. this. And she sees the camera set up. So it's like the whole camp, all those monitors where we've seen someone like watching her from a monitor. They've been watching her in that locked room. Yeah. Okay. This is a little FBI room. The detective is like, no, nobody's here. It's cool. It's not at all weird. There's four monitors set up. Like she just acts like, well, nobody's here. So what do you want us to do? And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe like there's monitors set up in this lady's house from behind a locked door. So you know, I understand that she just basically is like, cool, just, you know, you can stay at the house, I guess, but just, you know, enjoy the monitors. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Like it was stupid. I think she says something like you can want, do you have like a friend who can stay over? And she tells her, we're no longer looking for Connor. It wasn't him. It wasn't any of his fingerprints. They said they, that they found some of his DNA on her sweater, like a sweater that she had in there, which is weird, but they kind of blow past that. Mm -hmm. But they say, there's no, um, which is, I don't know if Charles was wearing her sweater when she, he killed Connor or why there was a sweater mentioned. But No, that was the yellow sweater that Connor sniffed. Oh. That's oh. why they found Connor's DNA on just the sweater. Because remember, he like, took a deep in- cleansing inhale um, <laughs> when he found it on the floor before. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Right. Okay, so she's like, whoever was in there, it wasn't Connor because his fingerprints aren't anything. And then she says, there's nobody, you know, the, whoever did do this there, they haven't been arrested before. So you just need to, um, you know, maybe you should, now, now she says, maybe you should stay elsewhere. And she's like, and you never know, like, it could be the person you least suspect. Da, 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 da. Right. Like, yeah. But yeah. I'm like, bum, yeah, bum, but bum. the rest of us expect, um pretty much expect uh that it's charles at this point because we're and so no exactly and so when the detective is like oh do you have anywhere to stay or do you have anybody who can stay here she you know again i don't know if vivica is like thinking clearly but she her first thought is charles um that he if she let him know a little bit about this or whatever he offers to stay over and uh, she's like, you don't mind? And like, it's just weird because we still aren't, re- like you said, we don't know if they fucked. We don't know exactly how deep their past uh, relationship went. You know what I mean? Um, no. And in while- between that, somehow we've had this co, the co-worker lady came by again and, t- and TJ is in the yard again. And he tells her, Charles isn't what you think. The lady that lived here before oh. was not his aunt. And, and then the co-worker's like, well, do you have that lady's number? And right. that lived here before. And um, and then, of course, he does. And he's like, I have a bad feeling about Charles. And so then she tells Julie what TJ said. And then um, Julie ends up calling that number. Yes. Am I confusing anyone? Did I lose anyone? No, you're here? right. So, so no, you're right. So she, she ends up calling the woman that used to live there that yeah wasn't it apparently wasn't charles's aunt he lied no, it's about the, that it was the right. lady from the beginning it was right. the lady from the Which very I'm beginning glad, i'm glad they tied that together sarah because part of me was wondering if they don't bring her up again i'm gonna be so pissed right so it was the lady from the beginning that set her phone down and had the knife so apparently mm-hmm. she's alive mm-hmm. and she basically says like she rented from charles and she saw him lurking around all the time and she left and then 
and so now Julie's getting this information, obviously getting a little bit weirded out by Charles. Um, now TJ, the neighbor, goes home and showers, which is just a moment for the ladies because he's shirtless yeah. again. Does he's just a, nice, he's just an eye yeah. candy person for the yeah. for the movie, and mm-hmm. um, and deservedly so. Mm-hmm. And then someone comes in while he's showering, and we hear some screaming. So um, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at screaming, but yeah, you saw yeah, it coming. Screaming was ensues. Like, yeah, he was having a sensual day shower, sudsing up, getting all, you know, and then just screaming. It was unfortunate. Yeah, but it was, it was a nice unfortunate. mental intermission for us. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, it just brought me another moment of me imagining, trying to imagine Charles doing a murder with those long suit sleeves. And um, <laughs> God, he's got, it had to be soaking wet, the the like the bottom half of the sleeves in the shower. Yeah. And so I guess the whole point of that neighbor who is now dead is, was just to end up like to seem weird at first, but like to throw be us like, off the scent. I know. But like, why, why didn't you say any of this at the beginning when you first, you know, that would met, have been helpful for everyone would have been helpful, but instead yeah. he waited. So now Julie like goes to Charles's house and he gets like an alert on his phone that someone's in his house and she's going into his because she's creeping around his house instead of, I don't know, maybe calling that detective. Yeah, um, that might have been the smart thing to yeah. do. Yeah. Instead of that, she goes like creeping around his house. There's a jukebox in it, which was yeah, kind of little, strange. Like a little baby jukebox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a jukebox yeah. hanging out, and, which was it was cute. I'd like to have one, but it just didn't I would seem like, to, f- it didn't. to fit Charles. I don't imagine Charles like being fun and having a jukebox, you know? No. Um, no. So, and then she sees all these photos of herself above it. Yeah, and, like, a, like a psycho mm-hmm. little fucking, what do you call that when people do that? I don't know. You know, like when they're stalking someone and they like have a blank of them, a sh- not a shrine. Oh, a shrine. Or yeah. you know what I mean? It wasn't like that. It was just up on the wall, but he clearly had a bunch of pictures. that he Yeah, a bunch of pictures her. of her. So mm-hmm. that's kind of like weird. And then he's, and then we cut to like, he's sitting on the couch with the daughter having a conversation and he's having like a full on attack. Total um, meltdown. Like a meltdown and rambling and, and she doesn't even seem to be noticing. And then. Yeah. Yeah, and she then must she, get it from her mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. And then she, and then he like, he starts rambling, and then he blocks her. Like she starts to get up now. She notices something's up. So he blocks her from leaving, and then we cut to Julie back at um, Charles's house, and now she finds Connor dead in the garage. So I do. This is where we find the body, and I do feel that Connor deserved better, you know, than this. Like yeah. I felt like he was a more interesting character than having to just die in the garage. Um, cause you yeah. know, he was sort of entertaining. He like, he, you know, he had a funny peanut butter joke. He sniffed a sweater yeah. and then he died. That was it. But, <laughs> okay. He, he's living his best life. Come on. So then Julie calls me. She's obviously freaking out. She calls her daughter and then she calls that detective and the, and she, and she, you know, and then she calls 911, I think. And like on her way home. Which now, I would have done different order of that, but anyway, thank like call nine one one first. I mean, yeah. maybe the daughter first. I get it, but yeah, well, call nine one one and yeah. then call the detective, and then she goes in the house instead of waiting for the cops. Yep. Um, and then she finds Charles with Maddie, and he's got her in like a headlock, full Again, headlock, no, we- no mm-hmm. weapon. Mm-hmm. I don't think he even has his knife at this point. It, I mean. It's- Seems easy to get out of. I'm just saying. Yes. She's a spry young Put up a fight, guys. Put up a fight. This is your life. (laughs) This is your life. Maybe try to live. 
Yeah, like just, I mean, I think honestly a quick knee to the nuts of Charles, he'd have been down like a sack Quickly. of something. He was, something. he was, he, was, he, he was, wasn't, he didn't mm-hmm. seem like that strong of a man physically or emotionally. You know, he no. was on the ver- the brink of a meltdown at all times. Yeah, and I understand, I mean, he's got your daughter in a headlock, like you can, and no weapon, again. No like, weapon, you right. You can it's probably like attack or, him in between the right. two of you. Right. Um, and then he screams something out about uh, it's the first offer is always the best, or, and then he and then runs out. Like I guess yeah. it was like some real estate lingo, and then he just <laughs> but and he just ran out, right? Like yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I, think I actually you said the deal have, is still active. Yeah, that's I what know. I have <laughs> down. The deal is still active, and yeah, like how embarrassing if that was your final you know, phrase to this person you're like passionately in love with. The deal is still active. He I was just, awful. Yeah. And he also did say that the first offer is always the best. So I think he's trying to say like he was, you the know, but, offer. but I guess they wanted us to know that like when a real estate agent loses their shit, that they only speak in real estate lingo. And- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As the, the battery's totally like dying, <laughs> yeah. they just start spitting out jargon about i don't know yeah Fucking. and then just he just runs out and then the detective later is like um she they're talking about it like because they i mean he's i guess he's just gone and they go um she goes i get why he killed ron the the date you know yeah but but why the handyman like i get why he killed ron i mean i guess i know what you mean but you know that's like like give the guy a little respect just don't be just like yeah i get why he was sort of yeah expendable. it was a little flippant yeah like i get why ron was easy to just murder and get rid of but what yeah about, yeah and then shane and uh, now they'll sudden now shane is going to the boyfriend's going to pick up maddie again um and i don't even know why that is in my notes but it is and then Julie now says something. She, I think she says the title of the title of the movie, right? Like she's like, I guess I picked the wrong real estate agent. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. But also very quick. Yeah. And again, we're just you know, I've fucking what is it? A dead horse beating it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to say this is the second time she leaves her mom after they were both almost murdered a bunch of times. Like maybe stay at home and get a pizza with your mom. Yeah, or take her with you. Or take her with. Yeah, exactly. Just something. She just like she's definitely yes. Like I, I get that's probably why I picked. I wrote it down. It's because like right after yeah. all this happens, that and the detective is there. Like here comes the boyfriend to pick up Maddie once again. And then like we said, Julie says the title of the movie. And then a week later, they're like, we have no leads on Charles. We haven't found Charles. And then there's a new lady looking at the house because I guess she finally decided she doesn't want to live there anymore, even though I would have been at the fuck out of that place the first night. The first night. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and we see that he's uh, living. He's still in the attic. So, yeah, he's the sorry. Still. You guys you guys didn't check there. I mean, they didn't even like they didn't do anything. They were the detectives in the whole investigative team there really dropped the ball. And this is another problem we've had a couple lately with like you were like last time we were like, oh, this girl didn't go to very good detective school. No, exactly. I think that they, they she went to the same one that these people went to. Yeah, we're having a real problem with um, the, the investigative s- work of the lifetime because that's the first place you look because that's where she used to hear noises. And now he he's up there 
uh, for whatever reason, Connor the handyman never found him. For whatever reason, the detectives can't find him. But we keep seeing him, you know? Yeah. He's just, yeah, he's not hiding too well, guys. And also, I mean, I understand we have to get him out of the house, but I, two, two words, a thing that I think would help whoever lives in this house is window treatments. Get something <laughs> for your windows. <laughs> You know, window treatments. Yeah, that's a good idea. There's always people looking in the house, which, by the way, one thing that really grinded my gears is they never explained why Connor, the handyman, was always looking in the window. Yeah, he was. No. We saw his face a few times. It wasn't always right. Charles. And they never explained it. We were, you know, it, it, it just, okay. He just also was a peeping Tom, I guess, and died. Yeah. Yeah, no, they never, you're right. That was, because I mean, that, that's, that's crossing a line of being legal or not legal, right? I mean, it's not just, I mean, it was casual, it was nighttime peeping, peeping. Tom shit. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and they never explained it or never, because I was like, were they working together? Nothing. No, Connor's now dead and Connor the Handyman's poor legacy is that we're led to believe he was some kind of... I guess peeping Tom, who peeping meant no Tom harm. Sandoval. Maybe that's what. <laughs> oh, that's it. That I was their little play on they words. Were doing. Yep. They were having some fun with us. Boom. They, there we go. Well, that's it. Someone else is moving in, and Charles lives upstairs still. So the wrong yeah, so- real estate agent too. <laughs> probably coming your way soon, guys. We can only yeah. assume. Have fun with that, Chuck. Yeah, no, that was that was fun. I mean, it was, you know, I just hope Vivica Julie learns a little bit of something from this experience and that her daughter doesn't give a shit about her and that she um needs to maybe investigate further when there are locked doors and noises. And or like, yeah, spend the time, you know, showering and moisturizing, but also maybe take a little of that time and Pay attention to your surroundings. There we go. That's that's it. That's the lesson for everyone, actually. It is. I think that's the note for us to end on. I think so, too, Sarah. And um, I just want to thank you for a a lovely discussion. Um, I know that the next time I'm in the market for a home, I will think back to some of the lessons that I learned here today. That's right. And we can only hope everyone else does. Mm -hmm. We We love you all, and we will. We do. We'll we will see, see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday.